It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this exciting and invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I am so excited today to have back with me my monthly guest, Kate Nelligan, and she is going to share about staying centered and hopeful in difficult times. Wow, what a fitting topic for today's world. So, Kate, would you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. I'm always so glad to be here and excited for today's So thanks for having me. You're so welcome. <laughs> yeah, so I am an equine-partnered life and career coach, which essentially means I pair horses and humans together in personal and professional growth. And I'm also an author, a speaker, animal communicator, and I train equine coaches on how to get started in their calling with horses as well. And you know also from the past that I work with goats too. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. You lead a very busy life, Kate. Never a dull moment in your life. (laughs) It's very full. I don't relate to the word busy anymore, but it's very full. So thank you. Yeah. You're kind of like what I say. I don't even know what the word boredom means. I I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, especially when you have a lot of animals who are never yes. bored. Yeah. No, never, never. Well, as we talk about staying centered and hopeful in difficult times, how would you like to open this up to our listeners to start to share with them about some tips on doing this? Yeah, and as you know, we were we were going to do a very different topic today, and then just because of the state of the world, and I have just been talking to people lately and seeing posts, I'm like, oh, this is this is the topic. This is what's relevant. This is what's here and now, and so I just wanted to shift, and I think there's a couple pieces. One is there's two things that we can really talk about that will help um, mm-hmm. as kind of emotional intelligence pieces for staying hopeful and staying centered and grounded. And another is kind of a larger just context or worldview that I wanted to bring forward for people, you know, especially as when we see things happening outside in the world, you know, we have different reactions to it. So I just wanted to give a couple worldview pieces that might help shift perspective. Oh, that sounds like a great way to share about this. Which which one would you like to go into first, about the world, an overall worldview, or on the emotional side? How would how would you like to proceed with this? Well, this could definitely be a long topic, so I will jump right in to the <laughs> worldview. Um, and essentially, so there's something from my master's program in spiritual psychology that really helped me quite a bit. And all of us, really, who went through the program. And it was Viktor Frankl was uh, part of the Holocaust, and he wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. And really what he talks about, and I bring this to my clients, is between stimulus and response, there's a space. And in that space, I have the power to choose 
how I want to respond. I have the power mm-hmm. to choose how I'm going to be with what's happening. You know, and he's looking at the worst atrocities of the world, and he's able to pause and choose consciously how he wants to hold space for what he's seeing. And without a doubt, you know, trauma affects our bodies. It affects our mind without a doubt. And when we reach higher states of consciousness, when we're in this process of awakening, we can see what's going on, you know, which we're seeing current world world situations that look really scary and really traumatic and really challenging. And even if it's not in our own country, we can relate because we're all connected. First and foremost, it's one piece to remember. We're all connected. So if we're feeling mm-hmm. scared or worried or concerned, it's because everyone, you know, we're connected to everyone. So we're feeling our neighbor. We're feeling another country especially those of us that are sensitive. So first and foremost, if you're feeling funky, it's okay. It's because you're connected to everyone, right, and what's going on. The second is what is if we were to create more of a pause between the stimulus, which is the scary thing or this difficult thing that's happening, whether it's in a micro level in your own house or in a macro level in a different country, what, what is in that space that we can create? Can we breathe? Can we get grounded to the earth? Can we, can we take a nap if we're really exhausted? I know I've needed to sleep so much more the last few days just processing what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Do I need extra water? You know, how can, I, how can I reset and be with what's coming up? And there's a couple different pieces to this. The first is if what's coming up is fear or anxiety or concern, um, If there's any of that fight, flight, or freeze, or even the freeze, the indifference, the I don't know what to do, all of that, to be okay with it. Because if we try to move right past it, we go into what's called spiritual bypassing, which is, oh, there's this uncomfortable, what I'd call shadow emotion, or there's some sort of uncomfortable reaction. And so I don't want to deal with it, and I'm just going to go, you know, zone out and watch Netflix for 10 hours, right? Um, (laughs) And so what it is is it's like let's at least be with those shadow feelings, even just for a couple of minutes, acknowledging, oh, I'm feeling a little angry right now. Like I woke up in the middle of the night and I had anger over something, and I just sat with it. I'm feeling angry right now. It's okay that I'm angry, right? Because under anger is hurt and under hurt is love. So I was like, okay, I'm feeling angry. And then as soon as I sat with it, it moved a little bit. And then it's like, okay, what's under that? I'm feeling a little bit hurt. I feel unhurt. I don't feel seen. I don't feel loved. Okay. What do you need? I need some love. Okay. I'm right here for you. Right. Working within our own consciousness to be there for ourselves. So I, I know I'm going kind of fast here, but essentially what there is, is I go back to that. If Victor Frankl could do it in the middle of the Holocaust, we can all do this. And it's growing our emotional mastery, our emotional intelligence. Just go, there's a stimulus. I'm upset. I'm going to pause. What do I need in this pause? Can I sit with these darker emotions, these difficult emotions, and breathe through them, move through them? We watch horses do this all the time. They go, they get upset, and then they go back to grazing, right? They don't Mm -hmm. stay triggered, right? And then from that place of more empowerment, how can I choose to respond? Do I want to donate? to what's going on? Do I want to get involved? Do I need to do a peace meditation right now for myself and the world? Like, what is my choice then? How do I actually respond rather than react? 
So I'm going to pause because I know that's a lot for <laughs> Mason. <laughs> oh, but it was just awesome. I loved how you started it with his talking about what he had said on how to respond. That's our choice. We we can make that choice on how we respond. And then to pause. Yeah, if you do feel the fear coming up, don't just bypass it. Just kind of work through it. Take a couple minutes and maybe breathe and say, okay, that's fear. And like you said, you did during the night when you woke up with anger. And it just let it kind of go through its cycles. Let it, it's almost like me, let it work through your body in a lot of ways. Just be conscious of it, but not let it overtake your body with the fear and the emotions. Just just like a horse, that's a prime example. If they see something that scares them, you see the fear but then they look again and like, oh, okay, and they just kind of let it pass on through. And they they recognized it, they dealt with it, and then it was gone. And I think yeah. that's, that is something so many people will like, oh, my, I can't feel this way. This isn't how I'm supposed to feel, so I'll just smile and go on and not deal with it sometimes is how I see that. And we do it, and I do it too. It's like, okay, I don't, I, I can't deal with this right now, so you just kind of move on. But if you let it work through, it seems like it works so much better. And just, just pause, pause and take a breath sometimes is what really helps. And, yes, that was all all wonderful information. I took a lot of notes with it. <laughs> yeah, and what, what I love is when you're like, if you can deal with it right now, and that's, that's true. I mean, I've been triggered in the middle of like a corporate work meeting in my past. And uh-huh. so if you can say, hey, I need to use the restroom and process, you know, for a couple of minutes inside of a bathroom stall, that's great. And if not, if you're in the middle of something, it's talking to that part inside that's hurt or scared or upset and saying, I hear you. I see you. We're going to deal with this tonight after dinner right or before we go to bed and carving out that time for that inner part usually it's the inner child that's upset that's scared that needs that kind of parental guidance from our higher self and our intuition to be there for him or her and so we can say i see you i acknowledge you're upset we're going to hold we're going to deal with this later otherwise if you can deal with it in the moment that's great, right? Like I got up, took a glass of water. One of the things I recommend for my clients, I have a video on this, is I call it like a dump list. But you can just start to write down, I'm upset because, right? Anytime we're upset because of something that's going on, something has disturbed our peace. But what's happening right now is that what we're seeing going on in the outer world is other leaders are disturbing other people's peace. And then we feel like our peace is upset as well. Well, it is because we're all connected, but how do we take dominion over, over our own consciousness? This is where sovereignty, you know, sovereignty plays in and actually in that moment write down and release it. The intention is to release it by moving it out, by writing it and getting, getting it out of the body. And you don't read it, you shred it, you throw it away, and you just write until you're complete with the emotion. That's a great way. I do it a little differently. I actually tune into my body, put my hand on my heart, breathe, and, and talk to myself. But, you know, the first way I started dealing with my emotional upset was through this dump list, this dump experience of writing. And my clients mm-hmm. find it moves quite a bit of energy. So that's one tip. But, yeah, there's, there's really, if we want to see the world get more peaceful, we have to start with ourselves. 
our own inner dialogue with ourselves when we're in fear or when we're upset and our own power struggles within our own families and our own relationships. Like it starts at that micro level because outer reality is a reflection of inner reality. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And and it's, do you feel then it's, it's the energy you then put off. If you do not deal with it and you're always living in fear, that's the energy you're putting off to the rest of the universe around you. And that just, escalates the fear that's already there is how I personally look at it. Is that a way that you have seen it also in your experiences? I completely agree. In fact, that sparked me changing our topic today with seeing a colleague (laughs) post about how we have to take responsibility for the energy we bring into a room, which is something Mm -hmm. I coach on with the horses because the horses will show you right away whether an energy works with them or not, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you're afraid of a horse, it's okay, but you got to own it. You got to say it out loud and work with them from that place. So you're in congruency. And then there's authenticity and the horses are hundred percent connected to that. And they'll show you right away. But if you're like, I'm good, I'm good. And inside you're like seizing, it doesn't work very well. Um, And so, yeah, I think that we, like, that's why I got really passionate about this topic today. It's like, can we track our energy and our emotion each day as often as possible through checking in with ourselves and knowing how we're doing? And I'm going to be really direct the way my, my lead mirror would be, which is I don't watch the news. I don't encourage anyone to watch the news. Is it important to know what's going on? Yes. Will you know what's going on because you're connected to citizens of the world? Yes. Do you need to watch it and loop it? Absolutely not, because it will loop the fear. And being someone that watched 9-11 on repeat for about six hours that day was one of my, was one of my life regrets because it's, it's been looped in my consciousness and the cells and everything was attuned to that trauma it's taken me a while to get it out of my system, and luckily I wasn't in the middle of all of that. But there's a lot that we have to do when we watch things and hear things to recover. And so, yeah. you know, I'm a huge fan of, like, really, if you're going to watch the news, short little bits, ways that you can get it with all, without all of the sensation tied to it, too, because that's entertainment. It's, it's meant to be <laughs> triggering yeah. you and sensationalizing it. So it's okay to know what's going on, but to, if we can do it without all of the excess um, energy, it will help your nervous system stay stronger. And we need healthier, stronger nervous systems right now, without a doubt. That's why we need to get in nature. We need to be reminded how the animals reset into parasympathetic. Like, it's really important if we want to be helpful citizens right now, we have to stay centered. Yes. Oh, oh, I agree with all of that. That is, that is so well put because, like you said, Yes, we need to know what's happening, but don't schedule your day around watching the news every time it's on and hearing something about it. I just listened last night to a speaker, and he was saying the same thing. He said, don't dwell on listening to every little thing and piece of information you can listen to because he said it'll only make it'll only escalate what's happening inside of you. And it, yes, find out what's happening and know what's happening, be aware of what's happening in the world. And like you said, we're all connected. 
So you will know without focusing on it, like you said, with 9-11. And it is. It's trauma to our body is how I feel it comes in at. And then it's working through that. And those are where sometimes the problems can begin because the trauma has been put into our body and now it's working back through it and getting it out of there. And comparing it to animals is just a beautiful way because I see so much even with one of mine that had an abuse had rough handling all his life till he came here and it's been working through his trauma that he dealt with all those years and mm-hmm. getting getting it worked out so i feel us humans are the same way we bought, it's almost like we bottle up the trauma inside sometimes and then we have oh, yeah. to release it somehow oh, oh yeah I think a lot of dis-ease comes from bottling up trauma. No one talks about secondary trauma, which is not – you're not necessarily going through it, but you're hearing about it or living through it. And watching the news does create secondary trauma. It just just Mm -hmm. does. So Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where if you are going to watch that stuff, balance it out with a lot of other news that's going on. Like I love the Good News Network. I love Upworthy. I love like when I created Synergy TV back in the day, it was really to balance out the the negative news because there's also a lot of good things happening on the planet right now. There's people helping each other. There's kindness Mm -hmm. everywhere. There's, you know, open hearts and like we need to see that as well so that we don't lose hope and faith in Mm -hmm. humanity we have to find ways to have our faith restored in humanity that's why i created synergy tv back in the day because i was like this is really important to show other things that are going on and the news doesn't really show that i mean they might for every one one out of ten stories maybe maybe if you're lucky Mm -hmm. they'll show something like that but really Mm -hmm. it's just um it's going to trigger the nervous system because of the mirror neurons that we all have and we're going to feel things. And we're, so it's important. I think one of that emotional intelligence pieces I was thinking of for this call is compassion. And my definition of compassion is how are you fully with yourself while you're fully with another being. It's like you with your horse, knowing that, He's been through some trauma, but also knowing that you have to be with you because you might need things from him and he might need things from you. Mm-hmm. But how do you hold space for both? So how do we hold space for the trauma of what's going on in our collective right now? And how do we also hold space for ourselves? And like for me, my number one experience of this was I was, um, with a man who lost his hand in a car accident and had to go out and be with him in the hospital where he lived. And I realized that I was very upset, but that also obviously he was very upset. And I was able to Mm -hmm. grow my energetic capacity to hold space for him and help him and do what he needed, but also to be there for myself as I was grieving and challenged and concerned and all the other things that I was going through. So compassion is really to be with someone who's suffering while we're with ourselves at the same time. But what is required to have that energetic capacity staying grounded, staying centered, getting our feet Mm -hmm. out onto the grass, hugging a tree, you know, being that the horses are putting their butts up against me lately, like get into your root, get into your feet, because we need to stay centered to be able to even have compassion in the first place. Otherwise, 
it, compassion isn't compassion, it's empathy, or excuse me, it's sympathy or pity, which is worry yeah. and fear energy, right? So different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, definitely. Oh, that is that is a great way to put it because it's different. There's different ways to be compassionate. Like you said, you can just pity someone and that's not giving them the compassion they need or the compassion to work through it with yourself and staying grounded. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Being being outside. And like you said, if it's too cold to be with get on the ground barefooted then hug a tree at least get some grounding and it is amazing what a difference that makes to help you yourself to stay grounded and centered and be able to have the compassion inside of yourself to deal with your issues but yet show the sincere compassion you need to give to others that are dealing with different traumas or difficulties in their life too so oh yeah that is that is so true. And I see the horses. I mean, they lay down so much. And it's like they're, to me, they're regrounding themselves in a full body reground. They're just, they need, I feel we're pulling a lot of energy from them during these troubled times. Do you mm, see that in with the horses yeah. too? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's an excellent point that you bring up and that's why I'm always trying to do stuff to fill them back up. Like when I went yesterday, I knew I needed a lot from them, but I first went, I just gave, I brushed them all. I scratched them. I cuddled them. I, you know, I did whatever they needed. And then I literally, I just sat down and first I let the land and nature and the sun, like I let the sun actually just kind of purify my my brain space and my third eye and my intuition. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. one of my horses came over and just did a big, beautiful clearing, bopping around um, my body and moving energy. And I I went from a ton of different pains and aches in my body and just fatigue to feeling fantastic within a few minutes. I love how they do give to us. But yeah, I think, you know, we have to, we have to fill them back up if we are at all taking anything from them knowingly or unknowingly and just ask them what they need. I think also giving them just space to rest is really important right now because they know how to work with the energy themselves with the land. Um, But there's a lot in this, you know, that first worldview is, can we be with all these emotions and can we know that what we're feeling is okay and, the second piece that I that everyone has been talking about lately is how do I still shine when others are struggling? Or how do I feel yeah. hopeful and joyful and free and when others are having a hard time? And I went through this in 2020 because I had a wonderful year and a lot of people were really struggling. And I was <laughs> like, should I shrink and be quiet and not share share what I all the good things happening to me because everyone else is struggling? And I went through like a real inner process with it and I'm I'm cycling back and I'm watching others share this too. What one of my horses said to me yesterday was, Kate, just because someone else is feeling bad does not mean you need to as well, right? And she said, you can be one of the examples of someone that's feeling good because if we're all feeling bad and we're all talking about how we're feeling bad, where's the hope? Where's the possibility that it could be any different? We need some that are trailblazing that are saying, hey, even though things are really heavy right now, I am here to create joy and I'm going to stay in that higher vibration because it it lifts us up. Power versus Force is an incredible book that explains the science of how 
one higher vibration lifts up lower. So we can't mm-hmm. go into misery loves company. We have to go into, let me just do my own part that I can. And if that means spreading joy or feeling joy, so be it. It's okay. There's yeah. no, we can't feel guilt that pops us right out of the higher vibrations. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird thing. It's not about like ragging and, and all of that, but I love that Marion Williamson quote, you know, it's our light that we're most afraid of. And by us shining, we give permission to others to shine as well. So, you know, when anyone's struggling, they don't look at you and go, you should be struggling too. If they're a higher vibrational being, they are like, great, yeah. Go, go shine because I know that when I'm through my dark period, my light's coming, my light's right here. And we need that hope. Like, I'll never forget what happened when the pandemic hit is a friend actually said, you know what, it's going to be okay and I have hope and I feel like things are going to be great. And that tiny little thread of her hope, mm-hmm. I grabbed onto really fast and it pulled me right up. So I know that if that can help me, that that's part of our thing that we can help others. And it's okay to still have great things going on if other people are struggling. Like we just, we have to be okay with that and not guilt to lower vibration, you know. But then we also, with, with higher vibration, have to take responsibility and then help others, right? So it is about the we, right. not just the I, right? So there's that piece right. too. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. But that's it's kind of like um, when you smile, the world smiles with you. I'm not yes. saying a little bit. <laughs> yes. yes, I love that. <laughs> because when you when you shine some light, it helps them to see the light too. And in these troubled times, but if you're all if you're as miserable as they are, then uh, yeah, you just kind of all are overcome with the misery. So yes. I I've always loved just just give them a smile and it's amazing sometimes how you can see their face light up. So it, that is a beautiful way too of what you said is bringing the higher vibration in and not feeling like well I've had a fantastic day but this other person is really down. Do I need to go to their level or how do I work with that? And just you'll in my experiences it's usually if they're in, like you said, if they're in tune to the higher vibration, they will, they will feel that energy coming from you to them and help them through a difficult time. So that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and a friend isn't going to want you to feel miserable just because they are. That's not a friend, no. right? And no. so ultimately, and like the the horses are always just about like you know shine anyways. My goat, his name Sparkles, and she's all about that whole sparkle anyways. Like, and it, it's even if you're having a hard time, there are still moments of joy and peace and hope in the darkness. There always are, and we, I mean, we saw yeah. that during nine eleven, and people came together here in the U.S. and. So there's Mm -hmm. definitely silver linings to everything, even if it looks really dark. And we're at the beginning of kind of an upheaval in our global humanity. And it's who knows what else is to come. But we, you know, to have patience and to form resiliency and to stay like what the horses will often say is just because it feels like it's breaking your heart, don't let your heart be broken. Right. So we keep our hearts open and we keep them compassionate, but we don't. We don't let it break us, right? And so that's mm-hmm. that, that hope piece. And then the compassion, too. Like, I had a friend yesterday lose a horse, and it's like, I feel for you, and, and I'm also going to do my best to not, 
you know, I'm not going to be sad and miserable all day and join her in that. She's going through her thing. I have to be centered and hopeful and know that it's going to be okay even through that, right? So it's really starting to to be these new pieces for ourselves and for others, really, you know, because we are kind of a global family at this point, animals and humans, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, we all breathe the same air and live under the same sky. We're all connected in every way. (laughs) Well, Kate, this has just been an absolutely great uh, chat today. I just always look so forward to chatting with you. And this one was just a, to me, it was just a spot on topic today that we really needed to share with our listeners. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. I want to thank you so much for being my guest and sharing all these wonderful points with our listeners today, Kate. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here as always. I'm going to do a workshop on this soon as well if people want more information on that. But I want the yeah, I want people to really experience it physically and embody it with the horses so that way they can move through these times because we're we're all going through different things and challenges. So, yeah, I the horses are like, "Do a workshop on this." So, it's coming. <laughs> It's coming. Now, where, as it comes about, where will be the best place for our listeners to find out about this workshop to get in contact you? If they say, this really resonated with me, I want to find out about this workshop. Yeah, people can always email me at ConsciousRockStar at gmail.com, but I will have it up in my Facebook group, Awakening with Equines, and okay. um, it will be in Los Angeles in March. And so, yeah, it's a, it will be up on Eventbrite soon if people want to know more information. But Awakening with Equines on Facebook is a great place. So thank you, Joyce. I appreciate it. You are so welcome, and thank you, Kate. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> you too. Thank you so much. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this absolutely incredible interview with an amazing diva, Kate Nelligan. And please stay tuned for in March when Kate will be back sharing more valuable information. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have a fantastic day and keep your hope up and keep staying centered and grounded, be it with nature or the animals. Just keep whatever works for you. And be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.